Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 22nd of June. Today, why Ben Simmons is the talk of the NBA after his season ended with a loss. Usain Bolt shows he's as good at naming children as he is at running. And Michael Zarafa finds Tim Zoo's pressure point ahead of their blockbuster fight. But first... That song will make sense in a second, trust me. Two weeks ago, Spanish golfer John Rahm was inconsolable. he just told he'd tested positive for COVID-19 and despite holding a six-shot lead after three rounds of the Memorial Tournament, was forced to withdraw. This is bullshit. But fast forward to today and the man known as Rambo is the first Spanish golfer ever to win the US Open. Another one has landed at the 72nd hole, this time for Rahm to take the lead in the US Open. Rahm held out South Africa's Louis Oosthuizen to claim the tournament by a single stroke. I'm still a little bit on, on golf mode, right? Uh, I feel like when we're, I'm in that mode, it takes me a while to, to get out of it. Uh, it might not, it probably won't happen tonight. It might happen tomorrow. I don't know. At some point it'll hit me. But I'm still thinking that there might be a playoff. I don't know. I've been scarred before. So it's incredible that I'm sitting next to this trophy. So while Ram is still coming to terms with the fact that he's now a major winner, let's revisit that song. Remember that tournament he was forced to withdraw from because of COVID? Well, that withdrawal cost Ram a $1.67 million winner's check. And that clearly did not please the golfing karma gods. So they watched over Rahm at the US Open and helped him take home a different winner's check. This one worth 2.25 million. And in my little way, I made Spanish history and hopefully I proved a lot of people wrong as well. The bottom line is Joel Embiid is the real deal. But Ben Simmons, I'm sorry, I hate to say this because he's an ultra talent. He's a jump shot away from being LeBron James as far as I'm concerned. But he has no shot, no confidence whatsoever. He's only great on offense when he's going downhill. You've got to trade him. You've got to trade Ben Simmons. It's really, really that simple. ESPN's Stephen A. Smith laying it out plain as day that the shine has well and truly worn off Aussie NBA All-Star Ben Simmons after his Philadelphia 76ers were eliminated from the NBA playoffs by the Atlanta Hawks in yesterday's Game 7. And Atlanta, your Hawks are headed back to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time in six years. So the Hawks go into the Conference Final to tackle the Milwaukee Bucks for a place in the playoffs, but for Ben Simmons and the 76ers, the battle is just beginning. Simmons has come under heavy criticism for his performance in the final series, and in yesterday's Game 7 loss, appeared to pass on the opportunity for an open dunk, instead choosing to pass the ball to a teammate. And it's that specific play, as well as his poor shooting from the free throw line, that has everyone calling for his head. We didn't know he couldn't shoot coming out of college. We thought he would get better. He hasn't gotten better. That's the problem. Nobody thought he was going to be scared to shoot, and he is scared to shoot. NBA Hall of Famer Charles Barkley. But I thought the turning point was just, you know, we had a, an open shot, and, you know, we missed, uh, we made one free throw, and... Uh, we missed the other, and then it came down and scored. That's Ben's all-star teammate, Joel Embiid. Obviously, he struggled from the free throw line, and, and that became a factor in this series. There's no doubt about that. I uh, still believe in him, but we have work to do. That's Ben's coach, Doc Rivers. Hell, even Ben knows he's struggling. I ain't shoot well from the line this series. Offensively, I wasn't there. I ain't doing enough for my teammates. 
there's a lot of things I need to work on. But with all that said and done, let's just be glad Ben didn't have to answer to Shaq as one of his teammates after the loss. Because while Embiid might have blamed Simmons for the loss, the man they called the Big Aristotle would have dealt with the Aussie in a different manner. When he was in my locker room, I would have knocked his ass out. Yesterday, we told you about American sprinter Justin Gatlin's attempts to qualify for the Tokyo Olympics in the 100 metres at the athletic geriatric age of 39. And any of these young kids coming in here thinking, oh, this 39-year-old guy, I'm going to get him. He's old. They have not seen Justin Gatlin compete. Well, he made the final of the trials and a top three finish would have sent the granddaddy of American sprinting to the Games. Okay, so what happened to Gatlin? In the semis, I tweaked my hamstring a little bit, so I had to patch it up, put an ace bandage on it, and try to give the best performance I can give in the finals. Yeah, he tore his hamstring and finished last. But while we're on the subject of Olympic sprinters... A new world record for Usain Bolt! The fastest man in history has become a dad again. Usain Bolt, the 11-time world champion and six-time Olympic gold medalist, shared a post on social media of his family for Father's Day and introduced the world to the names of his newborn twin sons. Now, keep in mind, he has already named his daughter Olympia Lightning Bolt. They say lightning doesn't strike twice! And that brilliant play on words has continued with his sons, St. Leo Bolt and Thunderbolt. Can you believe it? Thunderbolt and lightning, there is now actually a human being in existence called Thunderbolt. I love it. And I'm also quite pleased they decided against calling either of their new sons Andrew. We've already got one too many of those. With everything that's been going on in the sporting world, you'd be forgiven for forgetting about the upcoming grudge match between Michael Zarafa and rising Aussie star Tim Zhu. And it's over. He is the sole taker. Zhu done what he told us he would do. Zoo heads into the fight as the favourite, but as the July 7th bout edges closer, it would seem Zarafa has finally found a subject that rattles his normally unflappable opponent, while the two boxers had a sit-down interview on main event TV. It's not Mickey Zarafa, it's fucking Mickey Hatton's rocking up. Then I'm Pacquiao, taking over. And the Pacquiao's going to rock up. Alright, that's fine. We'll see. You remember what Pacquiao did to Hatton? Yeah, you remember what Ricky Hatton did? You didn't talk about that fight, man. I'm just saying. You remember what happened? I'm just saying. You remember what happened in that fight? Ricky Hatton's rocking up. Ooh, now, for those of you unaware, Ricky Hatton is a British boxer who in 2005 defeated Tim's father, Costa. It's over! Costa not coming out for the 12th round! An emotional Ricky Hatton has won the fight! And apparently, it's a bit of a raw nerve for the zoos. It's a bad memory. It's not a good day in our, in our family history. Uh, I don't like to talk about it. And it's personal. That comment is either going to turn out to be a masterstroke for Zarafa, or he's really going to regret having ever brought it up. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 22nd of June. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.